You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to have our top 10 of the year, our worst 10 of the year, Gotham City Sirens, and Simon's Rogue One reaction. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Hello. Oh, man, it's been too long, brother. It has. I've, I've genuinely missed you. Yeah, how did you have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, I, I did. Yeah, God, that seems so long ago. I had a lovely Thanksgiving. It was really nice. Wonderful. I don't remember a lot of it. I got quite pissed. What? That's, that's, could, that's, that's British pissed. pissed at not not American oh, pissed. Oh my I god, gotcha. man, I'm so pissed. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so what does that mean? You had two beers? Uh, I did have two beers <laughs> because I'm only a small fella. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. It was really really nice. Um, and I've been furiously busy, fast and furiously busy. Right. Eight. Ever fate. since, and your fate has been this podcast has been good. Yeah, and I wasn't here last week because I was in uh, New York. Um, Ooh, that's talking, right. You talking were to traveling. the cast of Hidden Figures. Hey, now mm. that's pretty cool. It was pretty sweet, actually. Did you have a favorite interview? Can you say uh, they were all pretty good? To be okay. honest with you, the, the, the girls were together. Um, all, all three of yeah, the and they were they together. were superb. Um, did for you all, do Costner? Yeah, I did Costner. Did you do Glenn Big Powell? K. Uh, yeah, no. I love Glenn Powell. No, uh, did the director as well. Oh, and uh, yeah, Pharrell Williams. Uh, sure, Pharrell was pretty, he's a pretty intense, but a funny guy. Dry funny. Yeah. I liked him. He's always... We're going to go and have, bi- we're not going to yeah, have beers. <laughs> You're going to share hey, a pint. Pharrell, it's Simon. What the? Yeah. <laughs> you remember yeah. me, right? But don't call me, you say. <laughs> but yeah, it's been good. It's been good. So Wonderful. Uh, how was the show last week? Great. Neil Turrets came in good guy. Uh, from Tracking Board. Did yep. a great job. You know, always good to have him on the show. But it's good to have you back, brother. It's nice to be back. I genuinely missed it. Every Friday, we're going to go, ah! <laughs> meet the movie press. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to be back. But obviously, this is the last show of the year. Oh, my God. Is it? How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, It's like I only joined the show like 11 months ago. Hey, and... we, we can't work year-round. Well, that's how time operates as well, unfortunately. <laughs> Years, they I feel end. like we do more episodes than John Oliver. I think we do. I think we're on a borderline as funniest. We, John Oliver should have us on. Like a little movie thing. <laughs> I, I, know he's, say, I know he's if, a fan of the show. If only we were paid like John Oliver. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right, what do, we, what do we want to start okay, with, Okay, let's, let's talk about, um, there's a lot of movies coming over the All holidays. Right, let's talk about Christmas movies, which yeah. I haven't seen. You know, I missed missed a lot of press screenings. Um, so, so uh, you know, let's start with Rogue One. Yeah, there's a little indie movie coming out this weekend. Very tiny film. Very tiny film. I like to support independent cinema. Right. Uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, or I'm also calling it Tyler Perry's Rogue One, a Medea story. <laughs> which we know is only literally... Uh, a she, she, she cameos as a stormtrooper. I'm in space. Every, how many how many camp famous people are stormtroopers? Do you know what? I movie? actually spent quite a bit of the movie ridiculous. trying to. They're a little. Uh, th- there's, there's a sense of humor to the stormtroopers in this, and each time it was like, oh fuck, who's that? Is that going to be a Nick Frost? Is that going to be a? Uh, so, so there is a little bit of that. I want to see it again and not do that. All right, before you get into your review, yeah. uh, mini review, no cool. spoilers because yeah. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Absolutely. Do, should I see? Should I go home and watch Star Wars tonight? Like, is this a movie that? I, I should see Star Wars right before so I understand more what's going on? Or should I watch Rogue One and do, then have more fun watching Star Wars? Do you Wars? need to see it? No, you don't. No, okay. Um, you can go into this pretty cold in the same way that I think you could fundamentally go into Force Awakens pretty cold. And it's good. It's a good standalone, and that was the whole idea of Rogue right. One, was the fact that it was going to be a spin-off, a standalone movie. And that's why I'm so excited about it, yeah. because it is sort of my introduction if anything, if you will, and I don't suggest you do this, you should probably watch some of the prequels again if you really fucking hate yourself. Because 
there are characters yeah, from yeah. the prequels that crop up in this. We, we know, we've seen them in trailers and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of a merge... It's, it's a great sort but of Jar Jar's dovetail. not in there, is he? Jar Jar's not in there. Okay, phew. No. Uh, amazingly. Uh, so, yeah, it, 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 there are characters from that that, that appear, and it, it moves into A New Hope. It's, so it's really kind of, if you're going to rewatch anything, rewatch the prequels, but I'd a, never suggest Did you have that. a favourite character? Um, yeah, I did, actually. Um, there's a, a droid in it who's Alan effectively... Tudic, yeah. Okay. Who's great. Yeah. Genuinely. K2SO? Yeah. Okay. Great character. Um, as good as any sidekick in the franchise so far. Absolutely nails it. I heard Steals Donnie some Yen was scenes. good. Very good. And, Very good. And does Felicity carry it? Is, there, is uh, Mendelssohn a good villain? Uh, yes. I found Mendelssohn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And a little bit hammy at times. Okay. Um, I I love Mads Mikkelsen in his role. Um, uh, I don't want to say too much about what, what how they're all related because yeah, yeah, some no. stuff comes out in the movie. Um, I, I I enjoyed Felicity. I didn't think she was brilliant. Do you think she was better than Daisy Ridley in, in episode? I think she seven? was a little a little bit not as good. Okay. As as Daisy, um, I thought also there's interactions between her and Diego Luna. That don't really work, or as I refer to him at the end of the movie as Juan Solo. Uh-huh. Um, I, they they they're okay. It's a little bit clunky with them at times. Um, it's not kind of a hand layer type relationship, but there is a there is a little bit of chemistry there. You know, it's it's as, as a whole, it's a good movie. The first half, it kind of takes a little while to find its feet. Okay, um, but, just to find the tone. But it's like a war movie, like the Guns it's, of Navarone it, it, or Dirty yeah, Dozen or, or something. Or Black Hawk Down would be another good one. Oh, Saving shit, Private okay. Ryan. You know, the spectacle of the movie. Yeah. It's a great it's a great movie, and it's up there with you know with um, uh, with Empire Strikes Back as as, a, as one of do the you, best Star Wars. Do you movies. think it has? A shot at awards. Do you think this could? Yeah, get I think it does actually because it yeah, has a better chance than Force. Garrett, Awakens. it looks beautiful. It looks better than I think most of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Even you know some of the original, uh, the original films. It, it's a very strong film cinematically. Okay. Um, the pace, I think, is you know even though it's not quite right at the beginning, I think it works really well. The battle scenes are fantastic. The characters who you don't know anything about before you go into the movie, you genuinely get to care about. Great. So I, it's it's a it's a really good money. I mean, I paid to see this. I didn't get to go to a preview, so I'm a paying member of the public watching this with an audience. Everybody really so you enjoyed saw it last night. Saw it last night. Oh, I went to the first shit. showing okay. at the Grove in. Uh, yeah, in, if I didn't, in, I would have gone last night if I didn't have plans to see it this weekend. Um, ah, but it's no, it was, it was okay. great, and I saw it in 3D. Now 3D can be very hit and miss with yeah. this kind of thing. It really works well. Okay. Really, really works well. Um, it's just a really solid, delivered movie. I think Disney were a little bit concerned that it might not meet Force Awakens. I think word on this is going to be so strong that, and it's part of Star Wars, but it's very independent. I think it it, it, it benefits from that because it gets to do its own thing, and right. it has to tie strands together. It's a really strong movie. It's entertaining. wise one of the most entertaining movies I've seen this year. Doesn't make my top ten though. Okay. 
Fair enough. But it's we're we're going really to get good. to that later. Yeah. Now, you've also seen Passengers. I have, which comes out next week. There's a slew of movies that hit theatres next week, actually. And well, Passengers I saw this week, um, kind of disappointing. Well, very disappointing, actually. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's, it was obviously a blacklist script um, that they've been waiting to be made for a long time. Really good script. It just doesn't work with, with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. They're, they're, they've written... You don't believe the chemistry. You don't believe the chemistry at all, which is a key part of this relationship. Um, it's really oddly structured. There's Lawrence Fishburne's character turns up for about 15 minutes, 20 uh-huh. minutes. He's, he's a MacGuffin. His entire character is a MacGuffin. Um, it, it, you, it's just not exciting enough. There are some amazing set pieces just... You know, not to make a space pun, but they just lack atmosphere. What do you think of all these sort of, you know, think pieces and hot takes about, I don't want to say what necessarily happens Mm. in the, I guess, in the first half an hour or whatever. But, you know, a lot of critics seem to be reading into it as a violation and, and tacking on this kind of... Yeah, it is. Yes, I mean, okay. I don't. It's you, not. You, you felt like that. Yeah, it's. It, yeah, I mean, it is. It is a violation of of her uh-huh. and her life. But I don't think we can read too much into it. As is it deeper than just it's a dick move that he pulls off. I don't think it's like it's not. I don't think it's an. It's um. Right, but like, a, you know, it's a move. I think we would all make. I think honestly, yeah, I think we would. It's not what Most happens in the movie would. is not right. But it's. I don't think we can read. It. It's like, oh, is this uh, is this representing this and that? It's not okay. You know, I don't think when you so, see, and when you see it, you guys will, will sort of understand what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's. Here. I, we'll I get think, into it after the break. I think. Yeah, I think people are you know reading a bit too much into it. But is it a dick move? Yeah, it is. Is it a violation? Yeah, it's a violation of her character. Um, but you know, there is there is some justice later on that's delivered in the movie okay. by uh, by Michael Sheen's character, who is great as an android barman. But again, a character that's kind of wasted. The whole thing just feels like a bit of a missed opportunity. It's on the screen, but you're just not feeling it. It's fine. It's averagely entertaining, right. but it's instantly forgettable. Listen, I, I'd rather see that than Assassin's Creed, which I think will, looks actively bad. I haven't seen that, but has I've anybody? not heard any. I do know a couple of people. I know I know Jim at IGN has, has seen it, amongst other people. Um, and from people that I've spoken to, uh-huh. really not getting strong word. And people that I've spoken to around the studio, it's not really where they're placing any hot bets. Right. Uh, because, because they're doing an alien trailer, right? Yeah. And that's not attached to Assassin's Creed. It's no. attached to something else. I think because they want people to see it. Right. Um, Okay, Uh, what else comes out? Sing Um, comes out. I saw Sing, that was uh, the last... What did you think? Because I reviewed this for IGN. I liked it. I think it's going to be a big hit. Yeah. I don't think it's particularly that deep. I don't think it's going to, like, threaten Zootopia for the best animated feature Oscar. No. Um, But it was cute. It was just a lot of songs. Like, you know, all these animated movies have two or three big musical numbers. This is, like, wall-to-wall music. And I, you know, it's called Sing, so you know that going into it. It's not like it's a surprise, but it got to be a little much. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I thought it was fine. I've seen quite a few animated movies this year for either, you know, for various yeah. reasons, for doing junkets or reviews. Um, and I think this has actually been a pretty strong year for animation. And I think, obviously, you know, this same studio, Illumination, has had... You know, um, Secret Life of, of Pets, which was great. Obviously, they've got Despicable Me franchise. I saw Secret Life of out. Pets uh, these in these last couple weeks, which I, I it, was, re- it was not good, dude. See, I enjoyed that. 
I thought I was good, but then again, I'm a, I'm a dog. I'm an animal lover. I'm, I've that, got dogs and stuff like that. That was a disappointment. Um, but I just think Sing, for me, it just didn't quite work. You know, it had some great voice talent in it. I didn't really like, I didn't really get attached to any of the characters um, as much as you can in an animated movie, which right. which is very possible to do. I've done it with other, you know, movies this that, year. It just didn't work. And like you say, too much music. And I just... There were a lot it, of characters that, yeah, you couldn't really, you yeah. didn't really know who you're supposed to like latch on to. And, and the and, plot was kind of a bit all over the place. And it's like the strongest character was actually um, the uh, the the older lady reptile who was di- uh, the, the director. The secretary. Like, yeah, right? Garth Jennings voiced. Really? He, that was yeah. the old lady? I yeah, actually yeah. was going to agree. I'm, I agree Best character you. in the movie. Yeah. You know, it, it's just such a shame because the okay. cast is so strong. But yeah, I didn't like that. Also, uh, Why Him comes out. Haven't seen that. Really, really funny. All right, uh, good. Oh, God. Now, can I just warn everybody? It's a, it's a holiday movie. Whatever you do, don't, unless she's really loves a dirty dick joke, don't take your mum or your grandma to go and see why him. <laughs> don't. Seriously. My grandma's taken me. She will learn words like double dicking. Uh, there's dick biting. Uh, the 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 fuck words get said a lot. <laughs> it is not a family festive movie, but it is filthy fun. Yeah, I don't know if and you know my family. Great. Um, <laughs> well, it's ju- it's we'll just we'll be there opening day with Brian Cranston. <laughs> it's good. It's really good fun. It's really good fun. Have a couple of beers before you go and see it as well. You'll love it even more. But I saw it completely stone cold sober. It's it's one of the best comedies of the year, and they Cranston and Franco are great together. But Megan Mullally steals the show she's genius i can't decide who i love more her or her husband nick offerman who i saw in the founder while i've uh, been on break i want to see that it's i I liked it yeah i mean i thought it was a really interesting biopic it 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 is a bit of a missed opportunity in that if it had a a director like a david fincher yeah he could have turned this into another social network and i I think john lee hancock it's a little light Mm. the approach um it also feels like mcdonald's Maybe had a lot of say in it, it yeah. You know, um, it just felt like the, the edges were sanded off. But I really liked it. It's a it's a fascinating story as a uh, frequent McDonald's customer. Hey, who doesn't love a Mike It's just a good story. And have you seen Gold yet? I haven't. Gold, I was supposed I, to be in New really York this weekend well. doing the cast for that, but that that didn't happen. Yeah, because um, I wanted to be here. Um, Great. Uh, but yeah, but why? Why me is is filthy, brilliant, festive fun. Why him? Seriously, why? Why him? Yeah. What, what does he? Why me? <laughs> I don't hey, why know. me? Yeah. Why? Why? You? Why him is great. Um, uh, you know, and it's it's another great movie from Hamburg, who's done movies like um, uh, I Love You, Man, and stuff like sure. that. It's it's a really solid, good comedy. Right. Um, is there anything else? Hidden out? Figures. Oh, I've right. also seen. Um, I really love that. The only problem. It was really I, good. I wrote a really strong review for that for IGN, which I believe is already that's a is good online. family film. It's a great family film. The only issue and superb cast and it avoids a lot of cliches occasionally it gets a little bit twee mm-hmm. just touches on it but it's excusable because the rest of it is so strong great cast i love the the work between hans zimmer and pharrell williams uh-huh. that you know his his orchestral score stuff and and pharrell's yeah, kind the, of the, the 60s and stuff is great um i love kevin costner's character even yeah, though he's one too. of the few people in it that's not a real person it's an amalgamation composite, of three yeah. different people um uh, jim sheridan from big bang theory uh, sorry, um, Jim Parsons, Parsons yeah. um, from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he makes a good little office dick. He 
does. He makes a good dick. Mm-hmm. I actually I had a, a chat with um, uh, Simon Helberg this week uh, right, around the F- nominations. Florence, yeah. Jenkins, yeah. And um, uh, did I have, and I, we, we, before we did the interview, we had a chat, and I, he said, "What do you what do you think?" Because he hasn't seen it. And I said, "It's great." I said, "It's great to see Jim." I said, "Who is a genuinely nice guy in real life and is very you know amenable as Sheldon on Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. be a dick." He's a great side-eye looking dick. Yeah. I love it. I so it's a it. it's a great movie. Seriously, I really can't wait to 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 take my mother to see that over the holidays because I know she'll absolutely love it. A lot of films around I haven't seen. Patriots Day, which comes out, mm-hmm. you've seen that. Yep, you spoke it's, very highly of that. It's fantastic. You'll 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 see uh, that will be on the list. And Fences, I'm I'm very excited to see, okay. but I won't. I haven't managed to see that this week. But yeah, I mean it's it's a strong couple of weeks. But you know, except for one movie, except for Passengers, you know, I think some of the reviews have been too harsh (laughs) on it, but it's just not great. Rogue One, Star Wars story, um, uh, why him and hidden figures from from the ones I've seen. Away, you should put your money. That wasn't the movie I was uh, alluding to. I was alluding to Collateral Beauty. Oh, yeah. Someone actually said uh, it's TP John Eight in the chat. Said, "What about Collateral Beauty? Eggs? Fuck exactly. What about Collateral Beauty?" Uh, I haven't bad. seen it. I would have liked to have seen it. Yeah. But now after reading these reviews, I don't know that I will. Oh, my God. These reviews are savage. I actually cut a piece on that for, for Reuters this week. And just watching the trailer, I was just like, yeah, no. I just It's, like, very obvious. Like, I, I knew without having to know that, that they're actors, Time, Death, and yeah. Love. And uh, I don't know. All the, re- like, the reviews just seem to take any surprises out of it. Yeah. They say Will Smith just mopes around. Um, he has some questionable taste. Very yeah. questionable taste. Well, it's funny because the, the, the person who was on the red carpet for us in London asked the question, who would you like to have a conversation with? And they were like, oh, I'd like to have a conversation with time, or I'd like to have a conversation with death. Or, and I was thinking, I'd like to have a conversation with your fucking agents. Right. And wonder what the hell they were thinking for having you sign up for this. And There's a bit in the trailer, and I don't know if this is like an innuendo, but Helen Mirren's character turns to Will Smith's character and goes... And he says, oh, are you, are you about to take me? Because obviously she's, she's death. We right. know this from the trailers. And she goes, no, I want to ride the F train with you. And I'm like... Did you just say you want to fuck Will Smith? The F train. Because to me, riding the F train is kind of like... Is that what you get? You call it? Yeah, you, <laughs> you want to do... You know, you want to make... Yeah, want to make Boom Boom. Um, but yeah, so maybe uh, maybe they get it on in the DVD extras. I, I don't know. Uh, honestly, the problem with Will Smith yeah. comes down to this. It's that he doesn't work with interesting directors. It just doesn't happen. And if it does, it's extremely, extremely rare. Mm. Uh, his God, his taste is... I wish he had a new executive over there at Overbrook <laughs> steering him. Um, all right. Yeah. What else is cooking? Okay. Uh, Go- Gotham City Sirens got announced this that week. Was a, that was big news this week. Yeah. So, so so this is a spinoff from Suicide Squad yep. starring Margot Robbie yep. as Harley Quinn. Yep. David Ayer is going to return to direct yep. as he's wrapping up right, 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 right mm-hmm. now for, for Netflix. And Harley Quinn will be joined by Catwoman and Poison Ivy. Uh, what do you think of this one? You know, Suicide Squad as a movie, it, it I didn't hate it. I didn't. It just could have been so much better. I know you really didn't like it. I mean, but I thought I, there were elements in there that I really enjoyed. So, I, I, and I, one of those elements was Harley Quinn. You know, we mm-hmm. went over this in the summer, and you know, and the Joker. Um, I would be interested to see. I think a part of the problem with Suicide Squad was we didn't get to flesh out as many as the characters as much as we really should have done right. and could have done. And I think with this, hopefully, if they don't overcrowd it with characters, 
We'll really have a chance to see this happen. But I wasn't a fan of Air's direction. So I'm a little bit nervous, yeah. but I think also he'll probably have learned from his mistakes. I'm, su- I'm surprised that they brought him back. Um, I was surprised. I mean, I was. Na- I'll tell you what I was yeah. not surprised was about the shakeup at Warner Brothers uh, this week. You, you saw that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was not surprised about that. That seemed like it was a long time coming. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Gotham City Sirens. I like the idea of a girl power you know like a, yeah a, a girl team up movie but well, at we, the we, same time i think they should bring back anne hathaway as catwoman i think someone wrote that article this yep. week i forget who it was and it was a great idea mm-hmm. uh and then but po- I, poison ivy i've never liked as a character no. much i hated thurman's poison ivy yeah i hated that Although someone threw out jessica chastain then i, I was like hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah i'd watch that but uh, Anna Kendrick on the whole, it just, it, just, it, just, it just seemed like Warner Brothers grasping at straws. It seemed like, you know, we're not excited about this cyborg movie. We're not excited about the Flash. Stab- very quiet on like, cyborg. Yeah, a whole That's bunch, a very uh, quiet camera right now. a whole bunch of stuff. That's the problem with announcing all these movies six years before you actually have to. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's not something I'm massively excited about, but we are going to see over the next sort of two, two years... Um, a, a spate of these uh, female group movies. You know, there's talk of the female Expendables. That that was looking into right. casting stuff. We've got movie. Ocean's Eight. You know, we got this. So I think we are going to see a little bit of this. I hope we don't see too many, because I think they'll. They're, I don't think Hollywood is equipped enough right now to do mainstream characters that are strong female ensembles that don't become insipid just, or cliched. You don't want to burn or, it out, you, and you don't want to burn it out. You yeah. Know, this we, sh- we do that with so many things in Hollywood. Right. So many going, hey, someone's made a hangover movie. Let's have lots of male road trip movies. Right. And then you just get tired of them. And right. then, then you get a uh, due date. Yeah. And then and then people are like, okay, well, we're sick of this. And then the audiences drop, and it's really unfair to the people that are in it. Yep. And a waste of creative time, talent, and money. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested to see it. I'd like to see more of Harley Quinn. Um, surprised as has come back as director. I thought he might have come back in a role. But not director, okay. so we'll see. Um, is, is there anything you want to talk about before we get to top tens? A uh, couple of trailers uh, that have dropped over the last week. Sure. Uh, Apes trailer, new Apes trailer. Looks awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I I found out my wife has never seen a Planet of the Apes movie. Any of them? Any of them? Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta sit her down. Oh, I bought that Blu-ray box set on Amazon. Lickety freaking split. <laughs> That's on its way to you, my house right now. Do you right buy now. a lot of a lot of physical media, or I don't. You, you, I, you don't. I literally had this conversation with, with one of the producers this morning. Um, I haven't bought a lot of Blu-rays or DVDs in the last two years. I mean, partly because so it was you buy you know, digital. relocating. Uh, no, I, I do buy the physical ones, but I just don't buy as many as I used to. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody does. You know, it's just a matter I, I, of whether they're still doing and it. And I tend to buy sort of older movies now to, to because a lot of the stuff I'm sadly watching on a weekly basis is just not good enough. So I'm going back and watching a lot of the classics. I'm buying stuff that is not on iTunes. But okay, so okay. so Apes looks sick. Woody Harrelson looks awesome. He's yeah. just a fucking badass. I, I know, right? Love this guy. Absolutely love it. No, genuinely excited. It's a franchise I love. Um, I, I've, I know some people who saw some additional footage at a presentation from Fox in mm-hmm. New York uh, last week. They saw that. They saw some of Logan as well and both very very strong yeah very very strong i'm excited for that also another trailer this week that everybody was talking about certainly in, in the film community dunkirk looked good looks i mean great yeah looks really good i'm 
a little bit... I have an uneasy relationship with Chris Nolan as a director. Oh. <laughs> some of his stuff I really genuinely enjoy, and some of it I just think is a little bit too self-absorbed and little thinks it's cleverer than it is, mm-hmm. and it kind of loses its way. Like Interstellar, I thought the final act in that was just like, dude, you could have done so much better, uh-huh. and it was too chin-strokey. But I'm really, really excited about Dunkirk. You know, yeah. like, hmm, aren't we clever? Oh, sure, it's like, oh, we woke up and it was all a dream. I'm just like, eh, what the fuck? But, but yeah, Dunkirk, I really like. I'd l- I'm looking forward to seeing him it do looks, war. It, yeah, it looks very ambitious and yeah. epic in scope. Um, and then Amy Schumer's uh, uh, yeah, which snatched, I haven't watched. snatched trailer hit this yeah. morning. Um, and there was a couple good lines in that. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Goldie Hawn back on the big screen. It came up on my email today as Amy Schumer's snatch. Right. As the subject <laughs> subject line of my notification for my right. emails. And I was like... Is this I have a feeling, spam? yeah, she picked that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, th- th- that's the, those are the major stories this week. Um, All right, let's, let's yeah. do the, let's, let's round out 2016, what yeah. year is it? Yeah, uh, 2016. With our, with our top 10 list and worst sure. 10 list. Let's start with the worst 10, and we'll go a little bit quicker through these so we can talk more about our top 10. Okay, these are not going to be in order. I'll run through. You uh, do five and I'll do five. Okay, uh, let's start out and go from the bottom to the top. Ice Age Collision Course. Never um, seen an Ice Age movie. Don't know why you suffered through this one. I had to do it. I did it for review. Um, uh, okay. The other Ice Age Duty movies. Calls. I've actually, yeah, you know, I took one for the team on this okay. um, for a, an amount of money. Um, yeah, it's just not good. I mean, the, the previous Ice Age movies, the first, second, and third ones were, 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 were pretty good. Even the third one was a little bit off. Uh, this was just a, just a mess. It was not good. Um, the animation didn't look as strong. The story was terrible. It was all over the place. Um, the, the voice talent were completely wasted. They just sounded they really... Out. They, yeah. yeah, they just sounded bored. The only the only reason that was possibly a good reason to see that movie was the, um, the inserts from Scrat, the okay. little character who's always looking for his nut. But that's like... Why are you paying $15 to watch a fucking short spread out throughout a two-hour or a 90-minute movie? Not a good movie. All right. And in a year of strong animation, there's no excuse. Number nine. Gods of Egypt. Okay. Okay, watch this. By the way, Simon, these are not ranked for you. These are not ranked. Okay, Simon's no, not ranked. Mine, mine are. Uh, Gods of Egypt. Yep. Um, I missed it in theaters, like audiences. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I decided to watch it uh, quite recently uh, on uh, on streaming services uh, just to see if it's really. I'm curious to see if it's bad as uh, as everyone said it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. You're a glutton yeah. for punishment. Yeah. Poor it's Alex. Proyas. Abysmal. Just guy who directed the crow has fallen. Uh, yeah, this. Dark City. Yeah, you know, yeah. great movies. But okay. Yeah. Number absolute. eight. Absolute. Uh, Bridget Jones's Baby. Again, look, okay, I've got to yeah, I'll cover everything. All types of films. I guess so. Um, and I was curious to see this because I love the original movie, the second movie I didn't like, and apparently this was back on track. That was bullshit. Um, it lost all the charm, humor, originality, um, attraction of, of the first movie. It just does not work. It's a movie of the 90s that they made in 2015 for 2016. It's the shit got old. Poor Bridget. Couldn't win Simon's yeah. heart. Did really well in other markets, but in the US it quite rightly tanked. It simply wasn't good enough. Uh, the Huntsman. <laughs> That's one where I... There we go. You know, we don't need to talk yeah, about that more. I hated Snow White. I didn't even bother seeing The Huntsman. Yeah, it, it, it was just... It was a chance to redeem itself and create a franchise. Did the opposite. Yeah. Shat in its own breakfast. Okay. Um, Mechanic Resurrection. Love Jason Statham. Okay. Hated Mechanic Resurrection absolute waste it looked like it was made 
just for shit money with B-roll footage of exotic locations. Terrible script. Yeah. It totally changed the premise of what he did. Um, terrible supporting cast in, in Jessica Alba and and a totally wasted Tommy Lee Jones, who I'm not sure he knew where he was at the time or what film it was. It could have been fucking anything. It was, ju- it was he's just... He's fallen far from that Oscar. It was bad. He's, he's just like, I can watch that Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage kind of crap. Yeah. But they're interesting to me. And, and he even looked really pissed off that he was there and he was getting paid. The only right. thing he had in the press notes to say that was good about being in the movie was the fact that he got to wear some cool shirts. Ten for me is Free Fire, Ben Wheatley's movie, which is uh, okay. in Toronto that comes out I think in April. Yeah, uh, I couldn't stand it. It was it was just a, a nightmare, um, like a Reservoir Dogs wannabe. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Dirty Grandpa, watching Robert De Niro embarrass himself like that. Yeah. I mean that's that's tough to see. Um, <laughs> number eight, uh, the DC trilogy that goes for Batman vs Superman, right. Suicide Squad. And the movie that may have even been worse than both of them, The Killing Joke, was awful. I love The Killing Joke comic, and they yeah. made like a they stretch it out into some seventy five minute movie, and it was just terrible. Oh wow! Um, seven uh, more shitty sequels: X Men Apocalypse and yeah. Jason Bourne. Holy yeah! Crap. I saw Jason Bourne on the plane. Those are just terrible movies. Yeah. I can't imagine being a studio head watching dailies of that stuff as it comes in, being like, "This is our summer blockbuster. Get ready, guys." Like, wow. Another um, movie with Tommy Lee Jones in where you're going like, you really don't look like you want to be here. Uh, shitty genre movies come up at number six. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies okay. and The Conjuring 2. I couldn't <laughs> stand either one of these movies. The Conjuring 2 was like such a slog. That was like a, a two-hour, yeah. ten-minute slog in London with no stars. Ugh, I, it was like every other fucking possession you know possession movie whatever i love the conjuring i thought the conjuring 2 was an absolute abomination in comparison yeah okay that's that's that, that's five for me okay five for you. uh my final five in the worst in no particular order um apart from the last one which actually is the worst film i've seen this year and um, ben hur i uh, skipped that too that was again i did that for work you know yeah. sometimes you got to take the ben hers with the la la lands uh yeah just no jack houston doesn't absolutely he gets, he does negative for me. There's n- not even nothing. You see, for I me. like him. I like negative. Tony Cabell as well. But the just nope. this film is fucking awful. Uh, Nerve. Okay. No. Uh, that, that I was listening ang- to the Nerve soundtrack on the way up here. The soundtrack's great. Film is shit. It's just That's a bad fair. movie. I won't argue with that. I like you know, I like a, Emma Roberts. I, I liked. It's a film about millennials made by dads for millennials <laughs> it's how you think you know the tinder or the snapchat works i've just got my coffee coming in oh shit. uh i know this how's, how's 11 months i'm getting coffee delivered, delivered. yeah what the fuck thanks man thank you <laughs> thank you um yeah it was just it was just no it was no okay. it was worse than the gallows for me and that was a complete fucking <laughs> the gallows is bad. fucking mistake three um independence day resurgence yep independence day no it should have been called that was just <laughs> Fucking awful. Yep. I paid to see that. I Me too. I genuinely thought about asking the theatre for my money back. Yep. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with the projector. What is it? I've just seen two hours of absolute dog shit. All right. Um, two, Alice, two, two more. Alice Through the Looking Glass. Oh, I didn't even bother. That first Again, one was a nightmare. for work. <laughs> Do you work for, like... I think people are worried because they hate me. I think people are going like, yeah, what's coming up the chip? Holy shit. Get get the little bald guy to do it. This is torture. Alice the Looking Glass. Yeah, no. I I hated the first one. This was, I didn't hate it as much, but it was still utter crap. Wow, okay. And London Has Fallen. I did not see this in theatres. It had the worst tagline of the years, prepare for bloody hell. 
Which, if you know how bloody hell is using a sentence in the UK, it's like, oh, bloody hell, like, oh, shit, right. I just dropped something. Prepare for, oh, shit. It's like, that kind of was the whole film. Absolutely, genuinely, yeah. genuinely, <laughs> Angela Bassett dies in this and looks genuinely happy that she's finally out of there. <laughs> it's just like, a, and there's a scene with Morgan Freeman and Gerard fucking butler who i can love in other things but he needs to stop making these and he's making a third one i don't know why but there's a scene with him and morgan freeman where it's clearly that morgan freeman's not in the same fucking place as gerard butler they're talking yeah. to each other's back doubles it's just <laughs> the whole thing is just absolutely terrible terrible film. worst of the year um, for me worst of the year you've heard it there london has fallen yeah. uh number five for me independence day as you said yeah uh, Just... I, I walked out after 70 minutes and then I finished it on a plane uh, later. Number four, the yeah. Sundance trilogy of Dark Knight, mm-hmm. which is about the movie theater shooting. It's like a, a, a super art house riff Starring on... Amy Schumer? Nope. Okay. Uh, Dark Knight Trash Fire with yeah. Adrian Grenier. Okay. And Yoga Hosers from my boy Kevin Smith. Who I haven't I love. seen that. I love you, Kevin. This movie was absolutely your worst film. Um, so yeah, Sundance films to be avoided at all costs number three was the boy okay you remember that with the little doll i saw i saw the pictures the, the posters for that, that um, was... i keep being i keep seeing it on streaming services and i'm going shall i so no. the answer is no no okay. that, that that is the worst uh <laughs> one of the worst horror movies <laughs> of the year this might be the worst flight 7500 an old cbs films project that was delayed for like years it sat on a shelf it's right. like I love you know again. I love my boy Jerry Ferrara from Entourage. Yeah. It's like with Ryan Quantin. That Ooh. is a special kind of bad. And uh, and then at number one, uh, a, a, a trio of of late twos: uh, SLC Punk two, uh, yeah, Kindergarten Cop two, and Zoolander two. You see, you accuse me of watching some shit. Yeah, I watch the indie shit. You watch the studio shit. <laughs> I do. <laughs> they're they're both special kinds of bad. Kindergarten Cop Two's on. Ne- I saw on Netflix with yeah. Dolph Lundgren. He's no replacement for Schwarzenegger. Zoolander. I love Dolph Lundgren, but no. Yeah, he, he has no sense of humor, which uh, hamstrings you a bit. Zoolander Two was just a nightmare. Hmm. Uh, and SLC Punk is one of my favorite. Like it's like a yeah. cult classic. Yeah. This hardly qualified as a movie. It was like sixty nine minutes. It was barely more than an hour. Uh, and ben, ben, it starred Ben Schnetzer, who's actually in a movie on my top ten, which we're about to get into right now. The brilliant Ben Schnetzer. So there, there you go. Um, yeah, so those are the... No particular order for me, but yeah, those are just a shit show. Um, all right. Our okay. top tens. We got 16 minutes to close it out. Ooh, okay. And mine, again, are in no particular order. And these are not necessarily the best films in terms of cinema, but these are the ones that gave me the most... Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't easy to tie it down to ten, and there are some I haven't seen, so they're admitted because I haven't seen them. Uh, Captain America: Civil War, just because it was just a great comic book movie that delivered everything that I wanted it to deliver. It just left me genuinely satisfied. I liked it. It's fun. I wouldn't put it on a top ten list. You're okay. entitled to go. Uh, Sing Street. Love Sing Street. Way more people should have seen Sing Street. Yep. It's on Netflix now. Yep. You can. It's even one of those films you can download and take it with you. There's no excuse to not see right. Sing Street. Absolutely check that out. I told my roommate to watch it uh, this week. Mm. I'm probably going to have to watch it with him to force him into it. But that is a great movie. I've been listening to the soundtrack. Yeah. I hope they get an Oscar nomination. Don't uh, let it be a movie that you're going, you almost saw a number of times right. then just didn't get around to it's it. Because it genuinely gives you a hell of a lot of satisfaction. Sweet, fantastic film. And I just missed out on my own top ten. Great characters Eight, and great script. N- next. Hail Caesar. 
from oh, all the way man. back in February. Now, I know wow. a lot of people did not like this, but I genuinely really loved Hail Caesar. Uh, do you vote for the Golden Globes? Uh, not this year, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe. Uh, I, I, I thought that was a mess, that movie. You see, I uh, loved it because there it was were a mess. a couple of individual scenes that I enjoyed, but on the whole, it made no sense to me. No one that I saw the film with like understood what the hell we had just seen. Uh, see, I, I really enjoyed that. I, I loved a lot of the characters in it. I thought it was overcrowded, but okay. I, you know, I, I, got, I, I had great fun with that movie. You get two more. Um, Kubo and the Two Strings. Never saw it. I it's, need to. Dude, I it's need so to. good. It's been a really strong year for animation generally this year. Yeah. Really, really good. Great stories, great characters, great voices. Kubo and the st- Two Strings. I'm a big fan of the studio's work. Movies like sort of Coraline, Paranorman, etc., etc. Really, really good. And Kubo and the Two Strings is just an absolute delight. I saw it way after it. It was in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the... I went to see it in like a, a $3 movie theater in, in the Valley. Um, and it's just... It's just an absolute joy, an absolute delight. You know, um, McConaughey, Charlize Theron, absolutely superb. It, the, the animation, it's all stop-motion animation because that's what the studio does. Um, it just looks so real. It's oh. j- just so good. Not like real as in like real people, but it's just it doesn't look like it's stop-motion. It doesn't look... It's just... I, it, I think it, it does look so cool, but skillful. the story for me, I could never really wrap my head around. Like, I, I don't. And neither could I. I don't think the trailers or anything else have really done it any justice. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a movie that you have to just put all that aside. And there've been a couple of movies like that. Is this McConaughey year. in that too? Is he? Does McConaughey he, is. Yeah, he, does he, that he voices the wow. uh, the um, uh, the warrior. He does that answering. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like Leica. Um I like Paranorman. I like Coraline. But to me, the, I, mean, I haven't loved any of their films. Uh, okay. They've all kind of been doubles for me, which is probably why I haven't rushed to see Kubo. But. If you love Leica, there is at the moment, if you're going to Universal Studios Hollywood over the, the holidays, they mm-hmm. did during the summer when this when the movie came out, they did like an exhibition for like a week with some of the stop motion characters and stuff like that. They brought it back for the holiday season. It is superb. I'm going to go and see it again next week. So if you are doing that... Do take five minutes out of your schedule, ten minutes out to go and have a look at it, because it's, it's absolute genius. Okay, you get one more before it's my turn. Okay, uh, La La Land. La La Land, okay. La La Land it is. Um, I, did I have a nergasm uh, in the same way that some people did? No. Is it a beautiful movie? Yes, and it really genuinely moved me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I thought it was just a great, great movie. It's a great way to spend some time, and, and classic cinema, and I love a musical, and it really... They really did it for I me. I loved it as well. We will get to that. Um, all right. Uh, my ri- my list, again, is ranked. Um, okay. The 10 spot is always tough for me. I, I always think that it should go for- to a smaller film. Mm. So I don't think on my blog that these films were ranked 10. Uh, but I, this is the only tie on the list as well. I'm going with uh, Everybody Wants Some and Goat. Okay. Everybody Wants Some is, is not a perfect film. I don't love the last third of it mm-hmm. uh the stuff with zoe deutsch doesn't ne- totally work for me but the first hour of everybody wants some is absolutely perfect uh all those guys made a huge impression on me and i and i just i love link ladder and, and how he works with the young ensembles and speaking of young ensembles goat um just chilled me to my bone i've like, not seen that. this film was so mismarketed as like this spring breakers frat boys drinking kind mm. of thing this is a terrifying terrifying film about ptsd ben schnetzer's terrific in it nick jonas actually really made an impression i like jake picking as well uh, and, and the sequence at the beginning in the first uh, 20 minutes um is just probably the scariest thing i've seen all year now ben schnetzer i think was in pride a couple of years ago yeah, he was. yeah he's a great actor yeah 
Uh, number nine is Wiener. Yeah. Uh, a tremendous documentary. documentary yeah. um, the, the access that these filmmakers had to him is just amazing. And you really see the, how charismatic a leader he is. Yeah. Like, I think he would actually have made a good politician, but he just couldn't help himself. It was, it's his tragic flaw, his Achilles heel. And uh, it, it was just a great portrait of, of one man. Eight is A Monster Calls. Um, which I haven't seen yet, and it looks genuinely is, is, excellent. It's it's uh, you know there's a lot of I, almost all these films made me cry uh, coming up, but a monster calls especially was maybe the biggest weepy of the year. Um, the the kid and Felicity Jones do fantastic work. She you knows she's dying of cancer. I could mm. just really relate to this movie, and I, I cried buckets, and a lot of other people in the theater did too. So check that out when it does hit. Seven is Sully for me. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine being a passenger on that plane and having to live through that experience. It was just it felt so real. The way that Clint shot at Tom Hanks is amazing. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart was really good. Um, again, not a perfect film, but uh, it kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time. You're just in expert hands. And uh, Lion is number six for me. Lion, again, terribly moving. Sonny Power, the the little Indian boy who, yeah. who carries the first half of the film, is terrific. Dev Patel did a great job. Nicole Kidman will deserve her Oscar nomination. And uh, and I definitely encourage you guys to track down Lion this winter. Um, my final five. Final five. We've got uh, ten not minutes, so we don't need to rush. Order. Okay. Hello, my name is Dolly. Sally Fields, tiny movie came Dora, out. Doris. 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 Why don't I put Don? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I saw it actually only last weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's a late entry. It was early release in this year. Um, just absolutely delightful. I thought it was wonderful. Sa- the, every single time Sally Field was on screen, just talking, not talking, being in a room with other people, I just, the question was going around my head. Why doesn't Hollywood use Sally Field more? Why She's doesn't Hollywood just... recognize more comedic performances like this? Like, why is Meryl Streep automatically in the conversation for something like Florence Foster Jenkins? You see, Jenkins? I enjoy. I really enjoyed Florence Foster Jenkins. I'm sure it's a wonderful film, but, but like, Sally Field deserved to be in the conversation more this season. This is ju- it's just a delight. It's not a big movie at all, and it wasn't easy to find when it was in theaters, but it's just one of the most beautiful and well-played-out films yeah, this fun. year. It's great fun. It's got real heart. Yeah. I absolutely love that movie. Seriously, it completely took me by surprise. Uh, Deadpool. Wow. Okay. Just just love that. It's one of the few movies that I've watched a number of times this year. Um, And I just just had so much fun with that movie. It just delivered. Two comic book films on Simon's Yeah, I'm really, I'm really quite... I, I almost didn't put Captain America on there, but I just thought it was as, as far as the summer blockbusters go, and kind of in the genre, mm-hmm. superhero genre, it was where it was really weak summer, it was also pretty strong. Okay. But yeah, Deadpool I absolutely love. I just think that's great. Um, this is another film that pretty much nobody saw, and that is an absolute crime. Pop star, never stop, never stopping. That was my favorite studio film of the summer. Yeah, that was... It's just so funny, so well observed, so smart. I just, I mean, I love Lonely Island anyway, but this is just, it's so good and nobody saw it. And that's an absolute fucking crime. So if you love somebody and you want to buy them a present this year, maybe not for grandma, but you buy them pop star, never stop, never stopping on Blu-ray. They'll wonder what the hell it is. But they will. It's just so funny. Oh, you got to be an Andy Samberg fan, I think. Who isn't? 
If you're not who an Andy, who isn't? I He's really just, like Andy Samberg. But, uh, I, I interview. I, lo- I mean, I love Storks. Well, he also did this year, and I told him that you know the, the biggest crime for me this summer was was the fact that not enough people went to see it. It's such a good movie. Um, everybody wants some. Yeah, that's yeah. on it. Nice. That's on the list. Way to go! I absolutely. I absolutely love that film. I mean, it's one of those... I had a conversation in the office with someone about it the other day. It's one of those films where not a huge amount happens, and it kind of starts and it ends, but it doesn't really come to a conclusion. Right. And you're just like, that was that was beautiful. That was just like watching a play. It, it really was, captured male friendships. And yeah, the way guys but in a really and... subtle, not laid on way, a very un-Hollywood way. Mm-hmm. I just... I love the shit out of Everybody Wants Some. That's such a great movie. And then Sully. Okay. Which I... Again, absolutely loved. It was just a great piece of cinema. And Tom Hanks and Clint Eastwood just at the top of their game, delivering a great movie that was interesting, exciting, passionate, had heart, was human. Loved it. Okay, so we, you've, we've got three of the same films yeah. on our list. La La Land, uh, Sully, and Everybody Wants Some. Uh, in the five spot for me will be The Invitation which I think is just one of the best genre movies to be made in the last few years. And I've seen it on all these lists in the last few weeks, like the 10 best horror movies of the year. And it's like always number five or four Mm. after like the witch and some other bullshit. Like the invitation is not a top five horror movie. Uh, To me, it was a top five movie movie Mm. of the entire year. Yeah. Uh, It looked at grief in a very different way than uh, Manchester by the sea. An incredible twist, maybe the twist of the year at the end of that film. And uh, I just thought it was fantastic. Number four, uh, Patriot's day. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's because I'm from I Boston. Maybe I'm biased, that. but I was just uh, on the I, again simultaneously on the edge of my seat for this film, which has an incredible uh, shootout and just thrilling stuff, and then mixed with the heart and the emotion. I, I mean, I, I walked out of there like I had just gone through war. Like I'm tears streaming down my face. I'm like shell shocked. The publicist yeah. needed to give me a minute when I walked out of there. Uh, number three, La La Land. La La Land was beautiful. Uh, I didn't think that I was going to necessarily love it. I'm not a huge musical guy, but, uh, you know, there's something... We all moved out here to Los Angeles with a dream uh, to become something, and, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard out here, and Mm -hmm. it's harder than uh, most places around the world. And uh, La La Land just does a great job of capturing that kind of struggle uh, through the lens of, you know, one relationship. Number two, Manchester by the Sea. Um, Manchester, to me, is just a devastating masterpiece. And Casey Affleck, regardless of what he may have done in the past, uh, any issues with women, he absolutely deserves that Oscar statue. Um, I think this is head and shoulders, the performance of the year. Lucas Hedges is tremendous. Michelle Williams. Kenneth Lonergan just knocked this one out of the park. Um, And number one, the only movie that I think may be sadder than Manchester this year uh, and people wouldn't argue whether it's even a movie or not because it was kind of made for television, but it is OJ made in America. Uh, I think as soon as I saw that, or th- as soon as I saw the first three hours of OJ made in America uh, this summer, I knew I would not see a better piece of filmed material the rest of the year on mm. film or te- in film or television. I mean, to me, Ezra, what Ezra Edelman did with OJ is more than just a movie or documentary it's a uh it's a a time capsule it is a historical document um and to see oj who came from nothing to build himself into what he did and then that fall from grace and then being let go and then 
not being able to resist, you know, finding a way back back into prison. I mean, it, it is it is Shakespearean in the way Hamlet, Othello, Macbeth, OJ is on the level with these yeah. classic stories that have endured hundreds or thousands of years. Maybe not thousands, hundreds, but but OJ Made in America is uh, is the year's true true masterpiece, and uh, and I I think it's going to win the best documentary at Oscar, but I really think it should be winning Best Picture. I have not seen that, but it is on my list of things that I'm definitely going to be catching up clear, on over the holidays. Clear your day, man. couple of honourable mentions from me um, that didn't make the list. I mean, you and I have both got long lists of movies that we could have included. Nice Guys, yeah. I loved. Um, Don't Breathe, as far as horror movies from the year goes. Yeah, it's it a great year for horror movies. Great, really solid year. Check out Julia DeCorno's Raw next year when that comes out, Ooh. and The Eyes of My Mother is out now Heard on good iTunes. Things. That's really great. Uh, Green Room, Yep, that's another good With good the thriller. late Anton Yelchin. Uh, and this is a film that came out in the UK last year, but came out in America early this year, Man Up. It's a, it's a, a sitcom. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a rom-com, sorry. Simon, Simon Pegg? Simon Pegg oh, and Lake Bell, uh, written by the brilliantly talented Tess Morris. Okay. Um, absolutely superb. Absolutely superb. And it's on Netflix and stuff, but it, it just got such a small release here in the US. And it's a, it's a good Simon Pegg movie, and sadly there aren't as many of those as there used to be. Yeah. And he's it's just, it's just a fucking delight. Now, would you, um, if, I, if I gave you a ballot right now, put you on the spot, if you had to vote for Best Picture today, what would it be? Best Picture. From what I've seen, and there's a few that I haven't seen, like Fences, etc., etc., I think La La Land. I think La La Land is going to win. I, think, I don't know if it should do. I think it will. Right. I think I think it. Wait, what do you think should? I I, I don't know because I haven't okay. seen a couple of the others that I think. I could think be it in the will. Standing. I I'm not sure if I think it should. I think it best represents the industry and the message that we want to send. Yeah. But I, I do think Manchester is overall the the more staggering film. Mm. Um, so that would probably get my vote. Uh, any any big Christmas plans? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, a couple of things we have to mention before we finish is um, is uh, Miguel Gomez is a big fan of the show. It's his birthday today. Oh, happy Actually, birthday, Actually, it's a birthday celebration. Got to watch the show live. Hey. So kind of a big deal. You made Congrats, the effort. Brother. Have a great so, day. Really appreciate that. And also this weekend, Steven Spielberg turned 70. What did you get him? <laughs> I didn't get Stevie anything. No? Uh, I think he has everything. But That is true. Uh, I Good got for a, him. Just an idea for ET2. Just a little idea. Got it. Yeah, Christmas. Um, I'm going to be in LA. Um, I have literally, okay. from, from now all the way through to January, a stream of family and friends uh, coming to see me. Uh, taking a couple of days off next week to show a few friends around LA. Uh, then family. And it's going to be really cool. It's going to be nice. And then I'm just going to take my mother to the theatre load. She's in town after, after the holidays. Um, I'm just going to take her to the movies and show her some really cool shit. Mm, maybe I'll take her to the movies and show her some cooler shit. Maybe you should do. Hey, that hey. seems like a good place to end it. Where can the good folks find you? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Showbiz Simon. You can find me on Facebook. This is Simon Thompson. Uh, and back here in January. I will return in January as well. Um, guys, meet the movie press. Signing off for a fantastic 2016. Yeah, or you. maybe not that fantastic. But uh, Highs and lows. Thank you to the Popcorn Talk Network. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe on all this stuff. Leave comments. It's a pleasure to serve you. Yeah, and please ha- do tell everybody. We really appreciate it. And have a great, great Christmas and Hanukkah and whatever. Happy holidays, gang. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.